On his first overseas trip to Europe and the Mideast as Secretary of State, John Kerry has already accomplished something. He placed a call to a leader of the Syrian opposition, and after that conversation, the Syrian opposition dropped its plans to boycott a key meeting coming up in Rome. Still, any hopes for a diplomatic solution to the conflict in Syria remain small, and opposition forces may have a new reason to reject dialogue with the Assad regime and keep on fighting. The New York Times reports today that Saudi Arabia has financed a large purchase of weapons for the Syrian rebels, weapons that are apparently coming from Croatia. Joshua Landis is director of Middle Eastern Studies program at the University of Oklahoma. He also writes the blog Syria Comment. Uh, Joshua, you follow the weapons in the hands of both the rebels and the Syrian government. We've heard about these weapons from Croatia that began arriving uh, in Syrian hands in December. Does this represent a new trend? I think it does represent a new trend. And a number of us bloggers have been getting photos sent to us by opposition members and off of YouTube which show these much more sophisticated weapon systems, anti-tank missiles, various rocket launchers, high-caliber rifles. Now, they don't still make the rebels anywhere near equal to the Syrian army, which is much better armed and has you know, an air force, tanks, and heavy artillery. But you think that uh, th- this large shipment of weapons to the rebels isn't going to make too much of a difference? Look, it's making a difference already. It has boosted the morale of the opposition. We've seen a number of air forces around air fields around Aleppo fall recently to the opposition. And that's allowed the opposition to capture big depots of arms and including some MiG fighters and other uh, training planes. So this has already made a tangible difference in the balance of power. It's just not the man pads that they want. They Mm. want to be able to shoot the Syrian air force out of the sky and eliminate it. That will change the balance of power. And Joshua, what is a man pad? A man pad is a handheld anti-aircraft rocket. We gave them to the Afghans in the 1980s, and it destroyed the Soviet Air Force and helicopters, brought them all down. And that's what led the Afghan rebels, the Mujahideen, to win against the Soviets and the Soviets withdraw. The trouble is it empowered these Mujahideen and Al-Qaeda came out of this. And the CIA and Washington does not want Islamic militias in Syria to get these advanced anti-aircraft missiles because they believe they could be used against Israeli civilian planes or other civilian planes, and that it could be just metastasizing a weapons problem. So they have put the kibosh on the Saudis or anybody else supplying lots of advanced anti-aircraft missiles to the Syrian opposition. And that has been a bloody bone of contention between Western governments and the Syrian opposition. They say, without these things... The Syrian government is going to punish us and to hurt people and create a big refugee problem by destroying us with their air force. We've got to bring the air force down, level the playing field. As to that New York Times report, uh, remind us why Saudi Arabia even cares about Syria. Well, Saudi Arabia lost Iraq and an ally in Iraq, Saddam Hussein, when America overturned them, cast the Sunnis of Iraq to the bottom of society and catapulted the Shiites to the top. Now, Americans believed at the time that this would make Iraq pro-American and pro-Saudi. It didn't. Iraq became, the Shiite government became pro-Iranian, infuriating Saudi Arabia and making Saudi Arabia feel very vulnerable and that the balance of power had shifted. Syria, once it broke into rebellion in the Arab Spring, a Sunni population, 70% of Syrians are Sunni Arabs. The government is dominated and the security forces are dominated by Alawites, 12% of the population who are these heterodox Shiites and allied with Iran. So if Saudi Arabia could win back 
Syria and turn Syria into a Sunni government that would be allied with Saudi Arabia, they would in part make up for the loss of Iraq. Hence this whole proxy war. So uh, does Iran continue to arm the Syrian government? Oh, absolutely. Iran is clearly backing the Syrians. They have a lot to lose if Syria goes down because America's, you know, wants to overturn the Iranian regime as well and has real sanctions on it. And so I think Iran looks at this as a domino theory that if Syria goes down, Iran will become the focus of international tension next. And it's much better to be fighting a proxy war in Syria than it is to be fending off any kind of direct action to do with Iran. So John Kerry, the new Secretary of State, he managed to coax the Syrian opposition to Rome for this crucial meeting. Are you hopeful, Joshua, that uh, Secretary Kerry is going to have an effect on what's happening in Syria? He's promised that he's not going to let the Syrian opposition dangle in the wind, as he said it. And he's going to do more for them. How much more is going to be in terms of weapons and how much in just aid? Unclear. But there are a lot of things the Americans can do, and they can loosen up some of these prescriptions against advanced weapons. They can tell European governments, you can supply weapons to Saudis and others. And probably these advanced weapons we're seeing getting into Syria in greater numbers has gotten a nod and a a wink from Washington. So I think people are working hand in glove now. And so Washington can turn a blind eye to more and advanced weapons getting to the opposition. You know, there are new reports out every day about the level of casualties uh, in Syria. You followed Syria for years, Joshua. You have family on your wife's side there. What have you had to carry with you emotionally about this civil war for the past two years? Well, every Syrian and everybody who's attached to Syria has seen a country they love completely fall apart and the human costs are exploding. And for America and the American government particularly, there's anxiety that neighboring governments, whether Lebanon or Jordan and in Iraq, were seeing upticks in violence and that this could spill over into the neighborhood. Joshua Landis, director of the Center of Middle Eastern Studies program at the University of Oklahoma. He also blogs at Syria Comment. Joshua, thank you very much. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure.